0: Yeah, I, I think so as well. I mean, especially with a uh, Pittsburgh team coming in, not not as healthy as the Denver. I think uh, Peyton will lean on that running game a lot. Ronnie Hillman, C.J. Anderson. I think they'll get a ton of carries this week, and it, and they'll try to ride this thing out. I mean, I don't I don't see much of a contest from from uh, Pittsburgh if they're not healthy. Like I I can't put my my money and my cards on the uh, Steelers if they're they're not as healthy as the Denver Broncos, but the Denver Broncos' defense is excellent. And I see Peyton coming back. He he don't have to save the day this time, but that running game will be key this week.
1: Absolutely agree.
2: One key stat, guys, to point out to you, Peyton Manning in playoff games, this, of course, is where he's probably received his biggest criticism. Peyton Manning, 11 and 13 guys in playoff games. I think that's uh, a stat certainly worth watching, especially for, uh, for Sunday's game. Let's, uh, let's move over to the NFC guys. And, uh, boy, this I'm an NFC guy. And, uh, boy, this is going to make for uh, two great matchups. Of course, the playoffs, I'm really looking forward to overall to all four matchups. But let's take a look at Seattle at Carolina. Well, Seattle, it was Merry Christmas in Minneapolis on Sunday. As Blair Walsh misses a chip shot, and guys, I know y'all have seen this before. You see, teams get gifts like this, and it's it's luck like that that plays a big part in teams being able to advance, so I look into that as something that could propel Seattle throughout the playoffs, but uh, let's talk about their matchup coming up with uh, Carolina, guys.
1: Yeah, I um, agree with you. At some point, Luck does play a role in getting the team where they need to be. And Me, me and you and Monty, we've talked on this, but you um, look at these two teams, Carolina and Seattle, very, very similar teams. I've also referred to the Carolina Panthers as the Seattle Seahawks of the South, at least for this year, because they play just like the Seahawks. They got this smash-mouth attitude about them, run the ball, play good defense, and they... They are now finding out that their quarterbacks can not only run the ball but pass the ball as well. we got two good quarterbacks that are dynamic passers and rushers as well. So it, when this game, it comes down to, because they're so evenly matched, I think it comes down to depth. I think that the Seattle Seahawks are simply deeper on the defensive side of the ball than the Carolina Panthers are. And the, the one game that the Panthers did lose, they did show me that, you can wear them down with the right game plan in the fourth quarter. With the Seattle Seahawks defense, sometimes I don't see them wearing down. They have such a good rotation on their defensive line. They're deep there. you know, And they got Michael Bennett who can move all over the place. He can play five techniques. He can play, you know, whatever you need, three technique. He moves all over the line. And then they got guys that come in behind him that fill in just as well as he does. So, um, you know, C- Cliff Averill, very good defensive end on the Leo end, plays the wide-nine technique. Love what he does over there as well. And I think when you look at that defensive line overall, they're just better than what the Carolina Panthers have, who still have a stellar defensive line in their self.
0: Yeah, I, I feel as though it'll come down to the the special teams game. Can Tyler Lockett make a play for the uh, Seahawks? And what, who's going to make a play for Carolina? I know that uh, on defense – the um, they're 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 kind of old at certain positions, so they're going to have to come up and make some plays when they need to. And the Seahawks and who who's going to stop Cam Newton? It's going to come down to stopping Cam Newton from running first as a runner, and then making him be a thrower, and then umbrellaing those receivers down there and covering them up. So I think it'll come down to special teams and what defense is going to step up
2: the biggest. Guys, what about Marshawn Lynch? Uh, James, do you know the status of him?
1: He also, like a lot of people that we're mentioning, he he also is day to day. So it's one of those situations that along closer along the lines to Friday that you kind of get a general idea if he'll play or not. So he'll be on one to watch with his situation because if they do have him and hopefully they are going to put him in there if he's 100% healthy, you know, he brings a new dynamic to the game as well. And um, nothing against Christian Michael. But, you know, Marshawn Lynch could, you know, be the X factor in this game, uh, being that nobody knows if he's going to play or not. So um, I don't know if Carolina's game planning as if he's going to play, but uh, he definitely uh, could play a key role in two things.
2: Yeah, I looked for one of the biggest matchups to be Greg Olson tied in for uh, Carolina going against uh, – Uh, the strong safety, Cam uh, yeah. Chancellor. Yeah, for uh, for Seattle, I think it's going to be a great matchup there. And mm-hmm. let's uh, last but not least, Green Bay at Arizona. Boy, I tell you, Arizona, I think is the team that is sort of quietly under the radar. Don't know if they're getting all the credit that they deserve, but guys, they may be the best team from top to bottom uh, of all the teams left in the playoffs. Green Bay, of course, came out, as I mentioned earlier, looked very much like the Green Bay Packers of old that we're used to seeing. Well, if Aaron Rodgers continues to have the hot hand, guys, I think that uh, they remember the last time they were in Arizona, which was a blowout uh, against the Cardinals and a loss. I think that uh, they're going in for revenge, and I think we could see a very, very different outcome from what we saw before when these two teams met. I'll let you guys uh, offer y'all's opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, Green Bay, I think along the lines of that second quarter, they turned the corner in terms of, you know, they had been on the down low in terms of their offense. And I think it was a one play where Eddie Lacy hit the corner, and uh, he ran with authority. It was about 30, 40 yards. And since then, Green Bay didn't look back. And they figured out, hey, we we got our mojo back. Let's keep running this ball and keep passing it, and they got momentum off of that. And it seems that, you know, you could tell on the sidelines that they were upbeat about it. They they found themselves in terms of an offensive team, and that's a dangerous thing if you are the Arizona Cardinals, who is a very good defense. They rank in the top ten in most major defense categories if you look at the statistics. So, you know, this is a team in Green Bay that's finding their mojo against the Carolina, or, or should I say a Cardinals team, who struggled in their last game defensively. As we all remember, week 17, the Seattle Seahawks dropped uh, roughly, what was it, 32 points up on this defense that had been good prior. So uh, that, that could be a key factor in the things. Tyron Matthew won't be there, as we all know. I think that was a big, big thing for the Seattle Seahawks. They took advantage of Tyron Matthew not being there at the free safety position. You gotta look out for Russell Wilson using Doug Baldwin and, uh, using those threats like Tyler Lockett, as y'all mentioned. You gotta look out for him using those guys against this secondary that's missing a key piece. Yeah, uh,
0: um, I, I don't, do you know Devonte Devontae Adams is gonna play or not yet? Cause
1: that's a good question. I do not know. Um, that's a situation that I'll probably look up when, uh, I get off the phone off yeah. y'all with, with you all.
0: I, yeah, I feel as though cause, I know Eddie Lacy and James Starks are gonna be huge for the Packers. They've been big for them as lately running the ball because they have to get the running game going. Ever since Jordy Nelson went out, I know uh the Cardinals are gonna be keen on Randall Cobb in the past game and James Jones. So if they can get Devontae Adams back, if they can get him somewhere where he can contribute, that that'll help. But if he's out, that'll be a tough loss because they they they're gonna load that box to try to stop Eddie Lacy and James Starks. And try to let Patrick Peterson man up on, on, uh, Cobb or, or Jones. And they, they, that, that Cardinal defense is pretty good. So the uh, Packers got to come in ready to play. I think they run the ball successfully. They'll, they'll be all right in this game, but it's going to come down to, uh, which quarterback makes the least amount of states and the turnover game on this one because both defenses can get after it.
1: Right. Right. And the thing to watch out for, as you said, with the Cardinals run game is, David Johnson, who's a very underrated running back, the Cardinals are going to have to get him involved because it might come a point in time where their defense as I said, their defense in terms of their secondary has been getting taken advantage of these last couple, or at least the last week. And if that's the case this game, they might want to keep the defense off the field by using David Johnson who I think doesn't get enough credit for what he's done because the Cardinals are such a good passing team, everybody tends to overlook him. That rookie is putting up great numbers, and he is simply a phenomenal running back.
0: Yes, he is. He he He's doing a great job right now. I think it was a couple weeks ago he had like 41 fantasy points, and that's like unheard of in the fantasy world. So he he's putting up really good numbers out there right now, and they'll rely on him a lot in, the, in that run game and even in the screen game. They'll use him for that too because he can catch the ball and run with it too as well.
1: I'm absolutely
2: with y'all. You know, and you gotta wonder, guys, at some point, you know, James, we were talking earlier about the run